Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is avoiding depression. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is depression. I want to talk about depression. It's a big problem. And I have a nice program here prepared for you. Those of you who are getting the 15-minute version of this program, many of you are, I want you to know that it's actually a half-hour program. So, if there's something meaningful that you hear today, and you want to hear more, then you have to go to the website, SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us, and get the whole program. We always have them there in podcast form in our audio archives. So, having said that, depression. The problem that we humans have... See, animals don't get depressed. Yeah, I know that, that a cat, or maybe especially a dog, might mope around a little bit when its owner is gone, but it's not the same thing. See, humans are very special. Very, very special. We are light-created beings, and we have one purpose. Our purpose is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. Isn't that beautiful? That's the beginning of the, of the old Westminster Catechism. Our purpose is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. Now, a beautiful flower. I was looking the other day at a flower I saw. I think it was, uh, perhaps it was a daisy. And there it was. And I saw that it is an emblem of the sun. So when you see the beautiful flower there, who gets the glory? Well, it's the sun because the sun is the provider of the flower. The sun gave the sunlight by which the flower is made, you see? And the flower raises up and presents itself to the sun. And people look at the flower and they're awestruck at its beauty, and it gives glory to the Creator. Human beings ought to give glory to our Creator by the way we live, the way we act, the way we move the look in our eye, the tone of our voice, the love in our fingers as we do things, the skill with which we do things, and the intelligence with which we do things. It gives glory to the creator of us. Do you understand? So now, having said that, and I'm going to add one more thing. I've said this so many times over the years. I'm going to say it again because it's so beautiful. It's from Augustine. Augustine said, You created us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. So now, if a person is not connected to the source, if you take that flower and put it into a dark room somewhere, you put the plant in a dark room with no sunlight, what do you suppose is going to happen? Well, how about a human? who is not connected to the source. So our problems, whatever they are, and people have a lot of problems, 
Animals don't have any problems. Animals, they just go about their business, and they don't have all the problems we have. You don't see animals smoking marijuana and taking drugs and, t and popping pills and having all kinds of issues. No. So why do we have issues? We're separated from our source. So if you could refine your creator. And the only way you can refine him is that you have to refine him. You can't find him through an organization, a group, a person, an expert, a teacher, a professor, a minister. You can't find him through anything other than yourself. You have to find him yourself. And the purpose of this program is to offer you some clues and help you get started. Now, a lot of you have a lot of issues. There's no question about it. But I just want you to see that, that as long as you're separated from the source, you're in what is called, the Bible quite properly says, that we are in a state of sin. And you don't know what that means. If you had any idea what it means, see, people hear that, they don't know what it means. But what it means is, I'll just give you a little bit of it. In essence, it means you are subject to everything but God. When you're separated from him, see, we were made to be subject to him, to respond to him, to grow in his light. But when you are separated from him, then you become subject to everything else. You become a slave of everything else, a servant of everything else. And what does that lead to? What, what does it lead to when you're, when you're a servant and a slave of, of people and getting their approval and having them like you and not displeasing them and so on and so forth? When you're a slave of, of ideas and what they tell you to do and you do them and all it does is cause more problems and they claim that they can help you and then you go for what they offer you and it's good for a little while, but it's, it never is the answer. What is that going to lead to? It's got to lead to frustration and to unhappiness and to depression. So if you could refine the source and reconnect with him, then all your problems would be solved by your connection to him. Do you understand? I want to take a little break here. You'll hear a little bit of music, a joyous music. The beginning of Philippians chapter 3, verse 1, Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. So, what could you do if you were connected to your Creator? But rejoice in everything. Now, oh yes, a little bit of music. And it's actually, the music is actually called Blue Skies. It's beautiful. It's in the public domain, and my son is playing it on the piano. Blue skies, smiling at me. Nothing but blue skies do I see. It's a beautiful tune. So enjoy the music and the little message, and then we'll continue with our topic of uh, today of uh, depression. the microphones. I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. 
And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. Give us a call at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. I was making the comment yesterday to my son that we give each program a name, but I said that every program contains elements that lead to one thing. That one thing is the solution to every problem. It doesn't matter what problem you have, whether it's depression, stress, anxiety, financial problems, relationship problems, um, you name it. Even many other kind of problems. You name them all. There's one solution. And there's one thing that's a solution to all of them. Christ also said something along these lines. He said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his right way, and all other things will be added unto you. The mistake we make is we seek all the other things first. Seek first the kingdom of God and his right way, and all other things will be added unto you. The mistake we make is we seek all the other things first. <laughs> we seek riches first, a cure for our pain first, money first, more pleasure, more excitement, more popularity, more recreation, more music, more vacation, more benefits. We're always looking for all the other things first more security. But Christ said, seek first the kingdom of God. Do you get it? Well, if you are seeking for the kingdom of God and you're seeking for truth and you want to know the truth and you're willing to admit that you're wrong, if you should happen to see that you're wrong and you want to be fair with people, you want to be right with people, but you realize that you you don't, often you don't know what the right thing to do is when your child comes with some issue or your partner or there's some something in life, some sort of a movement is necessary. Something has to be done. And you don't know what the right thing is. Then the fact that you see that you don't know and quietly and silently turn your eyes and your heart to God and ask him. The very fact that you realize that you don't know and that you need help from him, that in itself is the beginning of wisdom. Isn't that correct? So now I think you've got the idea. So why do people become depressed? Well, what happens is that two things. First of all, they're disconnected from God. And how do, you, do people get disconnected from God? By resenting things and people being angry, getting lost in thoughts. So, resenting other people, getting angry, wanting something too much, all of these things lead to being lost in thoughts. Being overly impressed by, concerned about, worried about, fearful of, nervous in the presence of, 
trying to make a good impression upon other people. See? So what did Christ say? Seek first the kingdom of God. But you seek peace first, or you seek appeasing other people first, or you seek getting other people's approval first, or you seek not displeasing other people first. You see what I mean? If you seek not get making other people angry, not rocking the boat, if you seek those things first, then you're making them too important. When you make them too important, you have fallen away from your Creator. Instead of Him being important, you make them important. See, in a sense, you've made them your God. Anybody that can intimidate you, anybody that can anger you, anybody that can hurt your feelings, anybody that can make you feel bad because they rejected you, and you start to think about what they want and how you can not make them angry and how to please them, well, you're placing them in the role of God. Augustine said it so well. He said, You created us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question or comment, give us a call at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Or visit our website at SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Thanks for listening. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Dedicated to helping people solve their stress issues and move forward to a life of joy and purpose. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. So, what did Christ say? Seek first the kingdom of God. But you seek peace first, or you seek appeasing other people first, or you seek getting other people's approval first, not rocking the boat. If you seek those things first, then you're making them too important. When you make them too important, you have fallen away from your Creator. Instead of Him being important, you make them important. So they supplant, they replace the, the real God inside, and then you start to be formed in their image. You respond to them hypnotically, and they fill your thoughts, they fill your emotions, they become your all in all. Do you understand? So now, there's a separation from God. Where does joy, peace of mind, true purpose in life, true fulfillment. Those can only come from God. They can never come from pleasing other people or from not making other people angry or from getting the approval of other people or from impressing other people. Joy, peace of mind, true purpose in life, true fulfillment. Those things can only come from God. When you're separated from God, you don't have them. And when you don't have them, then what? then you're empty and you're easily destabilized. 
In other words, the break with God then makes you very sensitive to everything on the outside. The world pretends to have answers, and they say, well, we have the answer for your problem. All you have to do is do this and do this and do this. Usually it involves giving money, jumping through hoops, and pleasing them. So when you give them money, and you jump through the hoops, and you please them, then maybe, maybe they'll give you what, say, they have for you. And maybe they won't. Maybe they'll withhold it more. So you'll jump through more hoops and try to please them even more. But eventually the day comes when they give you what they had promised you. And you know what? It never satisfies. It's not a true answer. It only creates more problems, more side effects, more bills, more debts to pay off, more hoops to jump through, more responsibility, more work. It's always more, and it never satisfies. So all through life, you've sought to be satisfied on the outside. Now, you couldn't help it when you were a little child. You were oriented toward the outside. You were just a little ego. Your parents were supposed to protect you from pressure, and they weren't supposed to be cruel and push you down and slap you around and pressure you. They weren't supposed to reject you, or they weren't supposed to try to make you think that they're God and worship them. They were there, supposed to protect you and to offer a little bit of guidance so you would have a safe space within which to grow and flower and bloom and discover to become yourself. But alas, they somehow managed to upset you. And before long, you became overly infatuated with the world. And it's kind of a natural thing. It happens to just about everybody. It can't be helped. So you fall for the enticements of the world, and before you know it, you want them. But remember, all the while, you're becoming more and more separated from your inner ground of good. And you become more empty. So the more you look to the world, the emptier you are inside. It's like drinking seawater or something. You drink it, it just makes things worse, and you become thirstier. And so you look more and more to the outside, and the more you look to the outside, the more you feel empty. And the more you feel empty, the more you are... And then the other thing is what they give you never satisfies. The love of your, of your mother, the love of your girlfriend or boyfriend, the love of your partner, the love of your boss, the approval of other people, popularity, and fame, and fortune, and accolades, and awards, and degrees, they never satisfy. They can't. The only thing that can satisfy the soul is God. And that's a lesson that you have to learn. And until you learn that lesson, you keep looking to the world for its false love. See, it makes you into the empty thing. It makes you into the unloved thing, the depressed thing, the thing that feels hopelessness because everything you've ever tried never worked out. Everything you tried never satisfied. And so you begin to despair. That that's what they want, because then they know you'll rush to them even more for more treatments, for more seeking their approval, for more of the things they give you to aim for. And then you become even emptier and without purpose, and that leads to, to depression. 
And so there you sit depressed. And then what does that lead to? Being lost in your thoughts even more. Thinking about what they said, what they did, what you lost, what they withheld from you. Do you understand? It's the carrot and stick approach. I'm sure you've heard how a long time ago, if they had a donkey that they needed to pull a cart, they would get a long stick, you know, like a long uh, fishing rod or something like that. And they, at the end of it, they would dangle a carrot and they would have it dangled just in front of the nose of the donkey. And the donkey would keep moving forward, trying to get that carrot, and the carrot would keep moving forward because it was attached to the cart. You see what I mean? So the donkey would never get catch it. It just kept moving forward. And that's what they do to you. They keep offering and withholding, and offering and withholding, and they keep you jumping through hoops and seeking their approval and doing for them and giving them money and serving them. And then eventually, if they ever gave you what they promised, which they usually don't, but even if they did, it doesn't satisfy. It just leads to a craving for more. So now you understand that the one thing, remember I began this discussion by saying that there's one thing. And of course, what is that? It's a finding your creator and having a right relationship with your creator. That's the one thing. And when you find that, then the good from him flows through you. And the good from him is capable of solving every problem. It smooths the bumps in the road. It lowers the hills. And, and he takes away your burdens. That's right. And he gives you true purpose to go toward. And the things that he offers, mainly his love and a right relationship with him, is that which satisfies the soul. Then he leads you on an adventure of discovery. And along the way, you shed the baggage of the past. You shed the shackles of the past. And you move forward to things that he has for you. And you don't even know what they are. But every day you get up and you do the little meditation to recommit to wanting to have God in your life and to being patient with other people. And then you go out in the world and you don't know what the day will bring. But it brings this and that. And each thing that comes along is an opportunity to learn something or an opportunity to extend a little bit of light into an otherwise dark world or an opportunity to delight discovering of your creator. So then you go out in the world and everything you look at, even the little flower, you look at the flower and you see how marvelous it is and you are in awe of the creator, the, the artist who made that flower. And you see a puddle and a few raindrops come and they drop in the pond and you see the waves going from the drops, the beautiful concentric waves spreading out. It's so beautiful to watch. And you marvel at the Creator's handiwork. And then you have a little something, a little issue with your 
partner. But this time, instead of resenting your partner, this time you remain patient and things somehow work out. And your child comes to you and instead of being impatient, you hear what the child is saying and it's beautiful. And life becomes increasingly simple, increasingly meaningful, increasingly beautiful. Augustine said it so well. He said, you created us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless till they find rest in you. That's it. So find that one thing and solve all your problems. Or you won't be solving your problems. God will solve your problems. But it has to be real. It can't be pretend. It can't be emotional. So if you're not quite sure right now where God is, then just admit it. If in the past you've committed yourself to him in sort of an emotional way or, or because uh, you were in a big crowd and you became emotionally excited and hypnotized and you moved up to the front and so on. But what, what happens then? You know what happens. For a while you're excited. But then, see, all you do is you transfer. All you've done in that case is you've transferred the hypnotic power that other authorities have had over you who were too important. They made themselves too important by scaring you and emotionalizing you. But you transferred the authority to direct you from them to, the, to a new source of direction. Somebody at the front of the room. Somebody with a degree. Somebody who is uh, very clever and knowledgeable. And you transferred your authority to them or his group. You see what I mean? And they direct your life for a while. And because you're, you're hypnotized and you're being directed by them, well, things do seem a little, a little bit better. And for a while, you feel much better. And you, you don't, you're not worried about things because they're kind of in control. But then the hypnosis begins to break down and you begin to see your life hasn't really changed. And you don't want to admit that. And so you rush back for more or find some other group or something. But what you have to see is that if you haven't really found it, then just say, okay, I haven't really found it yet. And I'd like to get to know God, but I don't know where to look. I don't know what to do. And just realize that fact. If you're still impatient with your kids, then just see it. Say, I'm impatient with my kids. I don't want to be impatient with my kids, but I see that I can't stop myself. If anybody's going to help me, it's going to have to be you, God. Just let that be your silent cry to your Creator. And He will answer. I want you to go to my website and get the meditation. Give it a try. It's free. It's free. And my website is SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.
Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.